You are listening to Len Jones' Party of Two, where experts and influencers speak honestly and openly about their keys to success. Sponsored by TrueFace.ai, where your face is the key. For more information on TrueFace, please contact your host at ian at TrueFace.ai. Now, pay close attention, because you're going to learn today. What's up, party people, and welcome to episode two of Len Jones' Party of Two. And on today's episode, we're going to feature Becky Anderson, who is a full-time entrepreneur that is currently traveling the world, working remotely through her online dropshipping business. And this audio was collected during a Facebook Live I did with Becky while I was living in Medellin, Colombia. For starters, it's worth mentioning that Becky truly has a gift of simplifying the complicated. You can tell by the sincerity of her voice and the value that she provides that she loves what she does. And honestly, it's so refreshing to speak to someone that's so genuinely focused on helping others that you just want to talk to them all day. Becky discusses why she got into dropshipping, what exactly is dropshipping, the lessons she's learned along the way, and the good, the great, and the ugly of a life when you're constantly traveling. I really hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did, so let's get into it. What's up, everybody? This is Ian Lenhart, a.k.a. Len Jones, coming at you live from Medellin, Colombia. And I'm here with Becky Anderson. Becky, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing phenomenal. Um, Pretty awesome how we met. Uh, Becky, first of all, before we talk about that, is a full-time entrepreneur, has traveled the world, has amazing freaking travel stories. She's 26. Um, has come from a history of working in the retail business. This, you know, basically heard for the first time that she could work remotely, travel remotely, and you yeah. just bid on it, yeah. which, which yeah. is amazing. I started and I didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna talk about her method of building a business full time, and it's something called drop shipping. I'm very curious on how it works. Yeah. I'm curious about your journey yeah. and everything. So can you kind of start off and tell them, you know, where you're from, and yeah. just kind of like a little background on you? Okay, yeah, cool. So I am from London. And I did the kind of like traditional route. I went to university, I got a degree, graduated with a job, did all the like things you're supposed to do. And I started working for a company called Topshop. And they're a British like fashion company. And I was at their head office and their like headquarters in London doing like merchandising. And then I moved to another company and I did the same. And I did that for about three or four years. It was kind of like a office job basically. And I got bored and I realized that it's not what I wanted to do for the next 40 years. Like it was cool and it was exciting and it sounded good. Yeah. But I was like, okay, is it just this until I retire now? I don't think that that's what I want to do. Yeah. But I didn't know what I wanted to do, which was like, I think it's a lot of people's problems when you're like in your 25, 26. Most people are like, okay, what do I do? Yeah, everyone so, has no idea what they're doing. And they yeah. change it up every, every yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. So I had no idea, but I knew I wanted to do something different. So I just went traveling and I went to Southeast Asia and I was there for six months. So I did Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia. Did you just save, did you just like save a bunch of money and go? So like your typical like screwing them out and you sent it? Yeah, I saved up and then I just quit my job and I just left. So I didn't have any plans to like work and travel at that time. I was just like, let me go find myself. Your your mid-20s crisis. Yeah, exactly. Quarter life crisis. I thought, let me go find myself, figure out what I want to do. And I ended my trip in Chiang Mai, Thailand, which is like a digital nomad hub. So many people out there working online, working remotely. And that's where I heard about dropshipping. And that's where I got started. What is dropshipping? So dropshipping is basically where you sell an item 
before you buy it, essentially. So there's different platforms you can do do this on. I personally do it on eBay, some people do it on Shopify, Amazon, but essentially what you do is you find somebody who is selling products, a supplier, a retailer, you list the items for sale in front of the target audience of who you want to buy it. For me, that's like eBay customers. After they purchase it from me, I take that money, I buy it from the supplier and I have the supplier ship it directly to the customer. So essentially I run an eBay store, but I don't have to be there to package things, label things, take photographs, because I can do that all from my laptop. So that's drop shipping, basically where you are a middleman and you sell things first and then you buy them. So you take an order and then fulfill it? Yes. So you don't yeah. even have the order before then? So you no. can technically do it with anything? Yeah, with absolutely. People always say like, what do you sell? I sell anything. Mostly like homewares, furniture, I don't do electronics or anything like that. Yeah, what's your niche? There's So for my particular store i don't so we say niche in the uk i know americans say niche i don't know if i said it right so if <laughs> no, I, said... I think americans say niche. niche. <laughs> i don't have a niche for my store it's just homewares so yeah okay Any, anything you see in this room is something i could sell very cool yeah is there like a so is it only on ebay you can do it no so some people do this on shopify which is obviously your own platform the difference would be with shopify is that because it's your own site and it's new when you start it, no one's heard of it. So then you need to find a way and invest in driving traffic to your site. And if you don't know what you're doing, that's a little bit more risky. You could lose money if you know it doesn't work out. Mm. The amazing thing about eBay dropshipping is that your customer's already there. People are already shopping on eBay. You don't have to spend any money to get your listing in front of people. You just list it, they find it, and they buy it. In terms of the marketing, I'm assuming it's a pretty big a lot of people are doing drop shipping. Mm -hmm. um, how do you make your listing stand out? What are you doing in marketing? Yeah, like, so what does that look like? For my store and for my strategy, it's solely about keywords. So your search engine optimization for eBay's search ranking, you want to rank the highest for when somebody types that particular thing in that they're looking for on eBay. So for me, um, one of my key skills for me in my business is my ability to write really good titles and with eBay now it's all about your title really how good is your title can people find it when they're looking for it so if you're listing garden furniture you want to put like outdoor waterproof garden yeah. furniture rust proof what would people look for that is as much like marketing as you really need to do to get started and of course that's free yeah, so yeah it's yeah. amazing yeah that's interesting is there a what kind of makes the difference between someone who's good at dropshipping and bad? What do you think is the biggest X factor there? Like if they turned one needle, it would just completely drive huge sales. Consistency. That's it. It's, it's something that there's so many different strategies. Um, some people aren't good at optimizing their titles. Maybe their first language isn't English and they're trying to sell in the yeah. US market. There's other strategies you can use where you find other dropshippers that are selling um, and copy their titles. And maybe undercut the price. Some people don't like that, but it's business. It's it's there's competition in anything you do. So all you need to do is be consistent. Find a strategy that works for you and stick to it. That is the main. But because I will probably get into this later, but I now I have a YouTube channel. I teach and I have a course on dropshipping. And I I was really interested to find out why are some people okay with this and some people are failing. And it's because they give up. Really, that's the only thing to it. All you need is consistency. Um, and determination and really you don't need a lot of money to get started I just got started for free so that's cool yeah that's really cool 
So like, were you like nervous about any of this? Like, and before that, how did you first get into it? Like, like were you instantly sold? Because like, I was, I'm gonna do a live tomorrow on like why the best salespeople are just so easily sold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, were you just like, I heard it, I'm in, like, let's go like all in, like, or were you skeptical? And what did that look like? So I, I wasn't skeptical about whether or not it would work, but I was, I never thought it would be, it would replace the income that I was making in London. Because when I discovered it, I was in Thailand and the biggest thing I learned during my trip in Thailand was I could live out here very nicely for a thousand dollars a cheap. month. It's so cheap. It's insanely cheap. You can live there for a thousand a month. Less. Less. Honestly less. I was renting an apartment that was a hundred dollars a month. That's dope. Like seriously. And it was a nice apartment? So the way they have it in um, Thailand is you won't usually have a kitchen in a small apartment. In Chiang Mai you'll have like just, it's like a hotel room basically. You just have your room and your bathroom because it's actually cheaper to eat out than it is to buy food. So you can get a big like Thai curry with a drink for two, three dollars. So why would you cook? You just go downstairs and get that. So because I was in that mindset, when I first heard about it, I was like, all I need to do is find a way for this to make me a thousand dollars a month. And I could just travel forever. That wow. was my thinking. And then when I got started, I, I realized, hang on, I could actually make more than a thousand. I could even live in London. I could live anywhere in the world. I don't have to only live in like cheap locations. So once I started it, I made money within my first week. I started making a profit and I was like, yeah, this works. It didn't take much convincing once I had my first sale. I was like, this works. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's a good point you make up. You said like you could live in Thailand for a thousand dollars US. Or, yeah, or US, British US. pounds, is that it? So, Same. it's about 800 pounds is a thousand. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah. So you could live there for a thousand dollars. You're like, wow, if I could just make a thousand dollars working remotely, I could live an awesome lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is crazy because, you know, especially in the States, I know for sure, you know, people are, you know, you need, the assumption is that if you're making like a meet, like a minimal 45K a year, mm -hmm. just to be able to have a decent lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy that like, you can literally live in another country and be able to ball out on Literally. your income that you're doing. Yeah. And you can work remotely, live yeah. remotely, and just do stuff from your computer. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Someone asked, is it cheaper than Nicaragua? Uh, Thailand is definitely cheaper than Nicaragua, definitely. Um, I think I kind of ruined myself going to Southeast Asia before coming to Central South America because Southeast Asia is cheaper. So when I got here, I was in that like, used to things being so cheap i was kind of like oh that's expensive and then i kind of was like okay pull yourself together it's still a tenth of the price as it as it would be in london but southeast asia if anyone's wondering like where to go for your budget is definitely cheaper for the same kind of standard of living that you're used to it's cheaper than um central america and south america from what i've seen so far okay so travel secrets so you went on a six month hiatus. You're mm -hmm. like, I need to go. I think a lot of people have been in that position, especially millennials, because I think we live in this world where everyone's trying to show this extravagant lifestyle and Instagram. And yeah. we think that because we're sitting at home, that if we were traveling someplace else, we're going to be happier. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of truth to it. Um, what are your thoughts on just like, um, when you were actually out traveling? Yeah. Do you get homesick? Like what is the, what is, is the travel life as great as it sounds? So, like anything, it has good and bad. It's obviously great when you get there. The first like month was amazing, but of course you have down days. Like of course you do. Not every day is like just sunshine and beaches. There were days when, especially my first trip, because that was, I wasn't working, so I was kind of on a budget. Um, 
I take, I've taken a 24 hour bus ride, like from Laos to Vietnam. And now that I've done it, it just, it was nothing. And I would do it again. No, I wouldn't do it again, but I would do the experience again. Um, but those days are not fun. Like when you have been traveling, you have to carry your backpack from down this dirt road to down that dirt road. It, you have days and it starts pouring down with like tropical rainstorms. There's bad days. And if you traveled like I did the first time around, I was doing hostels. Um, I was on a budget. There were times when we had to leave for bed bugs. Like I have so many horror stories. Yeah, you get those bed bugs, oh, man. God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to look out for bed bugs. <laughs> they will go with you. So you don't want bed bugs. Out of all the places you've traveled, what has been the best? Like, where could you live forever? Okay, so there's two different answers because my favorite place I went was Vietnam. But the place I could live, I couldn't live anywhere forever. But the place I could live long term would be Chiang Mai, Thailand. Vietnam I loved. It's such a like beautiful country. It's so vast because it, the shape of the country is like skinny. So depending on like how north or south you are, you have different climates, different types of beaches, just a whole different vibe. You can be in the jungle, you can be in the city, all in Vietnam. Um, so I loved that about it and the food, obviously. But Chiang Mai, to me, was like home away from home. It's so easy to like adjust to living there. And there's like a debate about people not um, integrating because it's just like all the Westerners are kind of in one part and gotcha. the locals might not like it. But it's just so easy to, to live there. So long term, I would say Thailand. Someone asked, what do you prefer? Is it s sniping? Oh, so sniping, SEO, a box. So this... Probably somebody who subscribes to my YouTube channel or one of the other channels. So I'll explain to everyone else the difference. So sniping is when you find an eBay listing that another dropshipper has optimized. So you can see, oh, that title really worked. It's working well. And you just copy the listing and undercut their price in order to like snipe some of their sales from them. Um, optimizing is what I do, which is I find a product at my source, my supplier, and I just optimize the title myself and bulk is another strategy where you use a software um, and you just pull you do tens of thousands of URLs from the site dump them in the software and it just posts them to your eBay account gotcha. and none of them are optimized but because of the sheer volume that you have um, some of them will sell inevitably and there's pros and cons to each method so personally I think sniping or optimization are the most profitable and I use optimization, so obviously that's my preference. So. What what is um in your particular niche <laughs> niche? <laughs> what is uh what is like the thing that you wish you knew now that you've been doing this for what a year and a half? Mm -hmm. What do you think is the thing that you wish you knew now so, that you look back? Like if you could have started a year and a half ago and you were just like, I should have just started doing this right away, I would have been it. And it can't be consistency. Okay, so other than consistency, I actually dropship on eBay UK and I found out about five six months ago that I can also dropship on eBay US with my same account that I have set up so I started doing that recently and it's amazing and I wish I had done it sooner because mm -hmm. the US market is so different so it was scary to me just because it's not my home it's not where I'm from but I wish I had done it sooner because it has brought me so much more profit and there's so much potential in the US the thing that I heard when I started from people in the US was dropshipping is too saturated, eBay is too saturated in the US. And because I started in the UK, a lot of people who were watching me, be 
so successful from the beginning were like, oh, it must be because the UK is so easy. That's the reason why you were successful. So I writ off the US thinking, oh, it's harder. Everyone says it's harder. And now I've tried it myself. I'm like, hey, US hey. is like easier in my opinion than the UK. And I'm, I'm kicking myself that I didn't start it sooner. But now that I've started it, I'm so glad. And I'm going to scale that. I, I, the one thing that I love about what you say is just like, the fact is, is that I think a lot of people, like when they, when they think about traveling, they think they need to make a ton of freaking money to be able to do it. Yeah. And one thing we vibed out right away on is just the fact that like, if you want to be a full-time entrepreneur, you don't need to make six figures to do that. No. You know what I mean? Like an extra thousand dollars a month could absolutely change your family's life. Yeah. Could change your lifestyle. Yeah. And now based on what you're telling us, you could live like, you could live comfortably in yeah, Thailand for a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that's not and, scraping by. And there's so many opportunities to do it. You yeah. know, like I've been in direct sales now for five years. I love everything about it. Mm -hmm. um, just because you're able to build a business, to be able to yeah. work from wherever, work remotely. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sad at times because most people aren't involved in working for themselves so yeah. that you know you, you get that crowd of people trying to you know push you down yeah but then when you find those entrepreneurs and networkers and people that just resonate with you yeah. you realize like it's the best community ever yeah and I think that's one of the things that makes it a little bit easier to travel and be an entrepreneur because I don't have this kind of vibe with other entrepreneurs at home but the majority of people that you'd know at home work a nine-to-five they don't really have, they wish they could travel, but they have no like desire to start their own business and, and do that. So you don't have anyone to bounce ideas off of or really vibe with. And part of the reason I went to Nicaragua was because, um, so this is gonna sound crazy for those of you who don't know who I am and don't know this story. So there is a another guy called Mark who drop ships on um, eBay and he makes way more money than I do. So I was watching his YouTube and in his one of his in a few of his videos, he was like, "If anyone wants to come to Nicaragua and like live with me and dropship, you can." And he said it a couple of times. So eventually, I was like, "I think he's serious." And I ended up going, and I stayed there ultimately for like just over three months. Um, so it was so nice to have. And he runs a house where if you dropship, you can come and live for free. You just pay for your food. It was so nice to be around other people who know what I'm talking about when I talk about work. Like I don't have that anywhere else. So it's nice. If you want to be an entrepreneur, traveling can actually help you because you can then get in touch with people who you network with and help your business. And we met online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We met. I stalked him. Um, Facebook stalked, and I was like, <laughs> "You look." So I saw you were doing a live. I think it was with Peter. Yeah, with Peter. Yeah, and I, I was like, "Oh, he's in Medellin. He just got here, and I just got here, and it was kind of like I want." to meet people like that in Medellin. So I just messaged and was like, hi, this is weird, but you're in Medellin, I'm in Medellin. Let's be friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. an amazing thing. And then we yeah. connected and now we're homies. Yeah. So like you never know when a live video or a video you put out is gonna connect you with someone that's gonna absolutely change your life. You're gonna meet new people. And the one thing I've been learning, learning a lot about travelers is they meet a lot of travelers just through doing their like their daily grind. Yeah. One thing that she does also, which is awesome, is she runs a YouTube channel. Yeah. And it's right at that point, and based on you know the the YouTubers I've interviewed, um, like that have over two hundred fifty thousand subscribers. Mm -hmm. They said it was right around that five thousand subscriber point where it took you know maybe four to five to six months to hit five thousand. But when they hit five thousand, it quickly scaled up from there. Yeah. You're right around a little over the three thousand mark. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you what are your what's your YouTube about? What are your tips for YouTube? And yeah. um, how, what's your philosophy with YouTube? So I started my YouTube channel because initially when I started dropshipping, 
there was no information like I mean zero information on the internet about dropshipping on eBay UK which is where I dropship and I thought it's crazy that like it's there must be someone out there doing this on online and there just wasn't really any videos or blog posts so I was like I'll, I'll just start one myself because I've learned so much just from trial and error and other people could save so much time if they just had some of the stuff the knowledge that I've learned through doing so that's where my YouTube channel came from and then so now I'm at yeah just around 3,000 subscribers and my my purpose was to just like <laughs> Get it girl. I just got there so yeah um, it's grown really quickly actually and my purpose was to just give people like um, extra UK tips so I, my assumption was everyone who's gonna watch me already knows what dropshipping is they just want like how do I do this in the UK and I can just give them that but what ended up happening was people messaging me saying can you coach me? Can you teach me? Can you meet me one-on-one? -on -one? Can I pay you to do this? And I didn't have time for the amount of people who were reaching. So I ended up developing an eBay dropshipping course for the UK um, from demand. Like it wasn't my intention to start with. But what my YouTube is is such a good community of um, people. It's a small, small one compared to other YouTube channels. Yeah. But the engagement is so high because everyone who watches me wants to dropship on eBay or does dropship on eBay so people ask questions my um, comparing myself to other youtubers I get a similar amount of views to people with a lot more subscribers so my my subscribers are very like interested in what I'm doing which is really nice because it's not just like an unengaged you've developed this online community of people that love this hobby yeah yeah and people really are interested which is cool that is so cool yeah, I mean, I think uh, you can build an online, what you're doing is you're building your brand. Yeah. And you can bring that brand anywhere, yeah. which is so cool. And it's so fun when you connect with someone around the world who's just as interested in what you are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What's really cool is that one little tip or trick that you guys can utilize is with Facebook groups. So there's like Facebook groups for everything out there. Like for me, my favorite hobbies are scuba diving. I love rollerblading. I love... Um, just goofy weird stuff for sure, you know, 100%. So like sometimes I'll make a video and I'll share it into a group, you know, a, a fruitful video about an experience or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And what happens is you end up connecting with all these other people around the world that love what you do. Because of that, I've connected with some badass scuba divers that I'm planning some sweet trips with. Yeah. And you just never know who you're going to meet. And then also being able to work remotely, it's a great way to meet people that you'd want to work with, et cetera, et cetera. And one yeah. thing that's cool about what you did is you created a community you found a little niche, uh, yeah. whatever whatever that niche is for you yeah. and your business, build a community around it, find it, and now you actually went ahead and developed your own course. Yeah. And now you're actually making money off course sales, correct? Yeah. 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 And, and I remember when you first said it, you were super nervous about that. Yeah, because, because I think when everyone just expects, they're like, oh, when's she gonna try and sell me something? Like anytime they see a YouTuber talking about something, they're waiting for like the pitch. And I, it wasn't my intention when I started. I was like, I'm not gonna try and sell anything. I'm just gonna do this and help people. But people demanded a course. They were like, we need a course. So there were people waiting for the course. It was delayed because I wanted it to be perfect. And then people messaging me like, when's it gonna be out? So I was like, okay, people want this course. I had to recognize in myself that I had value to add, like reading, practicing law of attraction, like building yourself Love up. Law of attraction, like, shout yeah. out. I had to record and like changing my mindset, recognize that I actually do have something to offer that people want to buy. Like I'm not pitching to people in a way that's like buy, buy, buy. It's like if this is the information on my YouTube channel, which is free, 
if you need a step-by-step -step A to Z, then like you can also purchase the course. So yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it, was, it was nerve wracking to like believe in myself, but now that I've done it, I'm so, so glad I did. And I haven't had any like negative feedback from my people who, my students who bought my course. So I'm glad that I was able to create something that actually added value to people's lives and their businesses. So yeah. Absolutely. As an entrepreneur, I'm really excited about this next question. I think it's an epic question. Um, education in, in the world is, you know, it's changing. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of, you know, college courses and, and school programs, I know in the States, aren't teaching people a lot of very practical skills that they can utilize in real life. Yeah. Um, if people disagree, they disagree, it is what it is, but yeah. that's what I believe. Um, if you could design your own college curriculum, mm -hmm. what courses would you make sure people would have to take? Number one, taxes. <laughs> like, number one. Like, I would make, you couldn't take, you couldn't leave my course, you would not graduate if you do not understand taxes. And I say that because I spend a lot of my day, there's some questions that I, I won't answer, I'll let other people answer in my Facebook group or on YouTube, but taxes is one that I didn't realize so many people had absolutely no idea if they have to pay taxes, when they have to pay taxes, how much should they be paying, who do they pay taxes to? Like, True. People have no idea about taxes, and I didn't when I left school, but I've researched enough, learned enough, spoken to like actual accountants enough to know what I'm doing for my business, but pe I've seen people and they're clueless, and it's, taxes is not a joke, like you can actually go to prison for not paying taxes, it's not optional like oh I'll sort it out later I would 100% taxes number one they should teach it in every single true school. tax 101 for Absolutely sure no idea. or like just general money management I have people as well who have started dropshipping and don't realize until weeks months later that they've been making a loss because they didn't know how much their eBay fees were their PayPal fees were what percentage they were paying people some people don't know this stuff so I would 100% like make that my course how to work out how much money you're making and what you need to pay for yeah <laughs> that's the thing i i definitely learned quickly with taxes because i didn't realize what you could and what you couldn't write off mm -hmm. and and such so it's like definitely a learning curve yeah. for sure and if people had taught me that earlier i definitely would have made some much smarter financial decisions with my money yeah. had i understood taxes the correct way it's really cool what you're doing i mean you're you're living full-time you're working remotely and you're a super cool chick you've had some epic adventures already out yeah. in colombia what are your thoughts on medellin i love it like i well, every day i'm just like how long can i stay here like how do i make this being here happen as long as possible. Visa-wise, I've only got up to six months. I shouldn't complain, that's very generous. Thank you, Colombia. Yeah, that is pretty good, six <laughs> yeah, months, Six damn. months, like, quite easily six months. So yes, thank you, Colombia, I'll, I'll take you up on that. But I love it, it has everything, it has the people. Um, I love that you kind of can, some people speak a little bit of English, but you still really do need Spanish. True. Because I was in Nicaragua for three months before I was here, and you needed Spanish. Like, people did did not, even in what would be considered maybe more of a tourist area, outside of San Juan del Sur, which is like the gringo town. Oh my god, I love that spot. <laughs> I love it too, but... It's so cool. I didn't live Sun there. Shout out Sunday Funday. Sunday Funday. Yeah, you needed Spanish there, so... Um, I started learning Spanish, and it's helpful here as well, although the accent's so different, and the mm. pronunciation's so different. But um, I love Medellin. It has the food, like I love the food, like just access to 
any kind of food you want, like local food, Western food, whatever you want is here. I love it. Um, let's wrap this up. What is your, if, if someone's out there right now and they're like, you know, they're looking to travel, they're looking to just like do what you do, live on the road, just be able to earn an extra thousand to two thousand, whatever amount of dollars they want to do. Mm -hmm. They're scared to jump into it. What's your advice for someone looking to just dive into entrepreneurship and what would you say to them? So pick an area. The area you start in doesn't have to be the perfect thing. You might start in eBay dropshipping and move on to something completely different. Just you need to like dip your toe in and find something. Don't jump from, from thing to thing. Try it, give it a good go until it works. Facebook is a good resource, there's groups, YouTube is an amazing resource, there's channels. Whatever you wanna do, I guarantee you there's several channels just teaching you information about it for free. So that's how you can find out about it. If you wanna work on the internet, get started by learning on the internet. Like, True. whatever you wanna do, it's doable. Awesome, and how can people contact you? So my YouTube channel is called Broke to Boss Girl, so you can check that out. Say that again. Broke to Boss Girl. Okay. Broke to Boss. Oh, girl. Broke to Boss. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, okay. That's my YouTube channel, and my Facebook group is called eBay UK Dropshippers, so you can search that as well or join it, and there's the best ways to contact me. You can add me on Facebook, message me. Cool. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you, Becky. Thank I appreciate you. you. For having me. And uh, it's Saturday night, guys. Be safe. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Take care. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time. <laughs>